Hey there, before we dive into the episode, I want to tell you about a unique opportunity for you and I to work together one-on-one. Right now, I am running a beta coaching program for my updated three-month coaching package, and this is basically the long way to say free coaching in exchange for your feedback. So if you're someone who is struggling with PMS, period pain, with fertility challenges or irregular cycles, then this, my friend, is for you. This could finally be the time for you to understand what is causing your symptoms so they can be a thing of the past. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more and sign up. Hi, everyone. Welcome to I'm Hormonal. This is a podcast where we talk about how to support our hormone health, menstrual health, and how to lean into cyclical living. If you want to start understanding the signals that your cycle is sending you, then you're in the right place. I'm Hormonal is here to share practical tips and information with you that will support you on your quest for hormone balance. My name is Bridget. I'm a functional hormone specialist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm here to guide you along this journey. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me and for listening to I'm Hormonal. This is a place where we talk about why being hormonal is a good and very necessary part of our lives. We also talk about how to support those hormones, and today, specifically, we'll look at seed cycling. Seed cycling is the practice of consuming four specific seeds throughout different times in your menstrual cycle so that they can support proper hormone balance. Anyway, if you're listening for the first time, again, I'm your host, Bridget, and I'm really thrilled that you found me here. If you've been here before, I'm glad that you are back again, and I hope you like what you've been hearing so far. Let's run through two quick housekeeping notes before we get into the good stuff. First, you can follow me on Instagram at Bridget Walton. Let me know if there's any topic that you want me to talk about in a future episode, or any questions that you may have from today's conversation. Second, please remember that the content I'm sharing with you today, but Also, all content I share with you is for informational purposes only, and it should not be confused or used as a replacement for any one-on-one support with your healthcare provider or another certified practitioner. Everybody's body is unique, and it's definitely worth getting tailored support for your individual needs. With that out of the way, let's get into seed cycling. This episode is just a bit of a shorter one, and we're going to get right to the point and not overcomplicate things. To kind of set the foundational layer for seed cycling, we'll do a quick review of the structure of the menstrual cycle. And this is important because then it'll help you understand when to incorporate each type of seed. For a more in-depth review of the menstrual cycle structure and breakdown, then you can go back and listen to episode two on cycle syncing. The first day of the menstrual cycle is the first day of your period, and this too will begin the first half of your cycle. No surprises there. The midpoint then in your cycle is when ovulation occurs. So that means that the first half of your cycle is from day one to approximately day 14 or when you ovulate. This is the follicular half. Now remember that the exact number of days can fluctuate depending on your individual body and individual cycle, but use 14 or day 14 as something to deviate from. Now once ovulation happens, That begins the second half of your cycle, which is also known as the luteal phase. And naturally, this phase, or this half, concludes when your period begins. 
One more quick disclaimer, because if you've listened to the cycle syncing episode already, you're probably asking yourself, like, why are there only two phases now instead of four, right? When we look at cycle syncing, you'll look at the four phases, winter, spring, summer, and fall. And there are, yes, four distinct hormonal shifts throughout the cycle, which make up those four phases. However, for the purposes of seed cycling, we only need to break up the cycle into two halves. So now that we've nailed the basics of cycle structure, seeds, let's go. For the first half of your cycle, try incorporating one tablespoon of pumpkin seeds and one tablespoon of flax seeds. Both of these seeds contain zinc, which is essential for ovulation, among many other functions in your body, and they also contain lignans or phytoestrogens. Now, phytoestrogens during this time can support regular hormone balance and, again, ultimately work to support a healthy ovulation. Now, you can consume these seeds in whichever way you like. Uh, Me, myself, I grind up the seeds in my coffee grinder each day, and I oftentimes put them into oatmeal or put them into a smoothie. Most often, I'm grinding the seeds just before I use them, but if you want to do a bulk grind ahead of time, then you can do so. Just make sure that you put any ground flaxseed into the freezer. If you grind the flaxseed and leave it out on the counter, then after a few days, the fatty acids may oxidize. And long story short, the seed will be much better for your bod if you consume it freshly ground. Now, you can use your imagination here, but you can put pumpkin seeds and flax seeds in a million different recipes. Maybe think about how you can add it to salads, how you can add it to yogurt or granola, or maybe in some baked goods. So first half done, again, pumpkin seeds and flax seeds. Now moving on to the second half of your cycle, you should incorporate one tablespoon of sunflower seeds and one tablespoon of sesame seeds into your diet each day. These seeds may help support proper detoxification of estrogen and progesterone production, which is just what you need during this part of your cycle. You can consume these seeds, again, in any way that you did for pumpkin and flax, or find another recipe that works for you. Also, I see no reason why you can't just chow down on a handful of pumpkin seeds, you know, if that's what you're into. So, one note on getting the seeds. If you have a store nearby that has bulk bins, I would consider that as an option. I have a Sprouts nearby me, which is um, one of my normal shopping locations, and they have bulk bins for all of these seeds except for sesame seeds, so something to consider. Costco is another place that I go to uh, to get seeds, so take a sneak peek next time you are fighting the Costco crowd out there and see what your Costco has for you. All right, so another recap quickly. For the first half of your month or days 1 through 14 of your cycle, pumpkin seed and flax seed. For the second half of your cycle or days 15 to 28, sesame seeds and sunflower seeds. One tablespoon of each per day. And don't overthink it. Don't stress. Just do it when you can. If you forget or you're away from home, not a big deal. To make it even easier. I know that there are some companies out there who sell seed blends, although I haven't personally tried one myself. Um, But if that's something that will make this easier to integrate into your routine, then take a look for what's out there. And if you try one, let me know how you like it. My recommendation to you is to give seed cycling a try for a minimum of three full menstrual cycles and see if it helps you out at all. 
If you're experiencing any type of premenstrual symptoms like cramps, tender breasts, bloating, migraines, etc., then I'm looking right at you in particular. The scientific research on seed cycling is underwhelming at best, but this is something that has definitely helped to alleviate me, or rather my symptoms, and I know it's helped to alleviate the symptoms of a lot of friends that I have. So I think it's something worth considering. I used to have a lot of cramps on probably the first two days of my cycle and the day preceding my bleed, as well as tender breasts. Um, But I would say, I mean, I did not track it, but within the first two months or two cycles, I noticed a change. I also really love seed cycling because it's a visual or kind of active reminder of where I'm at in my cycle. And honestly, it makes me feel like I'm doing what I can to help really nourish and support my body. If nothing else, though, seed cycling will help you to get familiar and notice the two halves of your cycle. And at worst, you know, you're going to get the, uh, the kind of normal benefits that you would from seeds and the benefit of diversifying your plant intake. So this was pretty quick for today. We're going to wrap it up here. And for your practical weekly tip, I want you to go to the store and take a look at, ideally buy, but at least take a look out, find where they are in the store for you, at least two of these seeds that we talked about today and that you'll need to cycle with. So just take a mini step see what you can do, see what you can find. And if you're ready to, you know, really step in, then go ahead and start your seed cycling practice or start to recognize where you are at in your cycle in the first place. Again, if you want more information on the phases of your cycle and other information on seed cycling, or rather cycle syncing, then you can go back to episode two or check out the show notes for a link to download my cycle syncing guidebook. I hope you liked this shorty episode and next week we'll be talking through some health and climate friendly alternatives that can support your natural hormone balance. I know I said that last week, but I wanted to drop seed cycling in here first. So thanks for being flexible with me. Anyway, if you've made it this far, I am so grateful for you making it all the way to the end. If you know somebody else who's interested in this content, please share the podcast with them and thank you in advance. You can follow me on Instagram at Bridget Walton. Thanks again, everybody. Have a good week and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.